Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the four-game NBA main site on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. Guys, if you're interested in NFL content, I do have a video up breaking down uh, the playoff slate this weekend. Really excited that DraftKings made it a two-day slate, four games total, instead of like two 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 game slates, right? Um, now they do have those contests too, but the bigger contests are for the the whole weekend. So I'm excited for that. Uh, again, if you guys are interested in that content, I do have a video up breaking that down. Uh, if you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast of a link down below. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I now offer that on patreon.com. Uh, if you sign up for an NBA package, you get the rest of NFL for free. And then finally, I want to thank prize picks for sponsoring the show. Again, if you guys are not familiar with what prize picks it, what prize picks is, it's a site where you're betting on fantasy projections, right? So you're taking over unders here, um, for example, Christian Wood is projected at 42 tomorrow. Fantasy points, that is. You know, do you think he scores over that or under that? Well, there's no Harden, obviously. No John Wall. Eric Gordon questionable. You know, I would lean towards him hitting that over again. We just saw him crush in, in the same matchup a couple days ago. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word. Link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. You basically put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for the continued support. Seriously, closing in right now on 8,000 subscribers. Really, I, I got to thank you guys again. It has really been overwhelming. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you do enjoy this content, if you could leave a like button on the video, hit the, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't know upload videos you know I'm live. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. But with that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before I talk about players and their prices for this four-game slate, and originally it was it supposed to be a bigger slate, but obviously some games getting postponed. Let's take a look back at my lineup here from Friday. So Friday off to you know a really solid start for me. Um, here I'll get out of the way for a couple seconds just so you guys just so you guys can see the scores here. Yeah, so um, Andre Drummond. Once we got that news that Jared Allen and Torian Prince were out, he was my favorite GPP play. Loved him in GPPs because the Cavs are so shorthanded. Talked about him, Osmond, and Dotson. Osmond crushed. Dotson was okay, and Drummond just absolutely went off. It just, I mean, they just have no one else to play, right? Because there's no Sexton, there's no Garland, and with Jared Allen and Torian Prince out, I I was pretty high on these Cavs for GPP. So Drummond is the guy I got to. Uh, he went absolutely off at only 20% owned. Um, SGA, obviously a popular play, right? 45% on this tournament, but 60 fancy points. You needed him. NAW, a little bit tilting that he got three fouls. He picked up two quick fouls in the first quarter, picked up a third one early in the second. So like he lost, he's lost out on some minutes here. Bloodso did end up playing, but they started NAW, so I stuck with him. Uh, and then Kawhi Leonard, as they spend up, and I talked about really liking him and Paul George just because of the matchup. Aaron Gordon was the one let down, and I don't think it was a mistake. It's just unfortunate the game blew out, right? That's just nothing you can do about it because if Orlando keeps that game close, it's Gordon and Vucevic, right? They have, like, no one else in the roster that really can do much. So um, that was that was a little bit unfortunate. Uh, yeah, Drummond obviously made up for it in a big way. Reggie Jackson talked about him, right? If Lou Williams and Pat Beverly were out, I liked Reggie for value. I rolled with Reggie, only 19% owned. And then Isaiah Roby was the clear chalk play, 24%. And then to, to finish it off, I played Willie Cauley-Stein. A nice double-double, 30 fancy points. So all in all, um, probably not going to be a takedown because Aaron Gordon, you know, blowout. But should cash pretty easily here in these tournaments. I'm right in the money line with three guys still to go. Um, yeah, Reggie Jackson already up to 18 fancy points. Never thought I'd say this, but it's Reggie Jackson season, guys. Um, so yeah, last four days, it's been I've been close to takedowns. Four days ago... 
basically had had it right and then Steph Curry with his floor game. Three games ago, same thing. Ingram surprisingly had the floor game with no with everyone else out. Um, or two games. Last night it was um, Nurkic injury, and I'm still not over that. Still not. I'm really really upset about that. Um, Nurkic was 20% owned. He was on pace for 40 fancy points. I had him, Sabonis, Brogdon, late night game. That game also blew out. It was just, wanted to pull my hair out. I still cashed in like the lower dollar tournaments. Also, Hero doing nothing in, in the fourth quarter didn't help. But yeah, still still not over that one. That was very, very tilting. Uh, but yeah, that's the look back, guys. Hope you guys had a good night as well. And let's see if we can just keep it rolling uh, for this four-game slate. So, uh, we only have one of the uh, games out right now in Bavada. It's the Hawks. It's the Blazers. It's the 236 over-under. And the Blazers are four-point favorites. So, that game looks pretty appealing. We'll get, we'll get to it, though. So, yeah, we're going to go team-by-team uh, team again. I just think it's easier with all with a lot of guys out. Um, it's just easier to talk about team-by-team team for now, for this season, as, at least. So, let's start with Charlotte. Uh, the big news to, to monitor here is Gordon Hayward, right? He is questionable. He missed that last game. If Gordon Hayward plays, then it's like... I probably don't get to anyone on Charlotte, to be honest. If Gordon Hayward is out, then I think you can make the argument for a couple guys. So, Rogier and Devonta Graham, with no Gordon Hayward the last game, each played 37 minutes. 37 for Rogier, 37 for Devonta Graham. Rogier had a slightly better game. Um, the issue I have is they still have LaMelo Ball off the bench, too, that they could extend. Now, LaMelo Ball is actually the priciest at 7'9". And he's putting up, I mean, he put up 46 fancy points in 26 minutes. Like this guy, even at this price, is still a, a viable GPP play. All right, the minutes are just not great on him, but he just continues to put up, he had that one down game. Other than that, he has been putting up big score after big score. So, yeah, Lamella's okay for GPPs. I think Rogier Graham probably look a little bit better for the prices if Gordon Hayward is out. Uh, but it's always hard to try. I never have a good feeling because Charlotte is a little bit more of a balanced team, so... I know that 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 makes it tough. PJ Washington did play over 30 minutes the last game. He had 40 fancy points. I think he would be an okay option at this price if Gordon Hayward is out. Miles Bridges played a little bit more uh, off the bench. Played 29 minutes. Don't know if we have to go there, but I think he's viable. Um, who was it? It was Caleb Martin that started. Played 24 minutes. If he starts again, I guess you could go there. Malik Monk actually got some run off the bench. He played 23 minutes, but um, really, if Gordon Hayward is in. I don't have a ton of interest in this team. I probably won't play anyone. If Gordon Hayward is out, I think you can make the argument for like one of those guards or maybe PJ Washington. But still, I don't know if one really stands out here uh, for me. So let's move on to Toronto. Uh, we just saw this game uh, a couple days ago, and I told you guys Boucher was my favorite GBP play. What happened? 30 minutes, almost 50 fancy points. Right? Price continues to come up. The ownership continues to be low on him. I am fine going right back to the wall for Boucher again. Um, yeah, I've been a hu huge fan of this guy for years now. Like him, NAW, like I was hammering them home like two to three years ago. Um, Chris Boucher is just a fantastic point printer guy, a great shot blocker, and he's finally getting the minutes. I don't know why he wasn't earlier in the season. Like, I don't know why they're playing Baines and Alex Len. Like, play your most talented big. That is Chris Boucher, right? So um, he should play about 30 minutes. Love the matchup for him. Price went up a little bit. I'm fine going right back to Chris Boucher. Really, really like him for GPPs. Siakam, Van Fleet, Lowry. These guys are all solid plays. Do any of these guys stand out in this four-game slate? No. 
If you land on one of those guys, I think they're fine because minutes will be high in them. If the game stays close, they all should play 35 plus minutes. All these guys can stuff the stat sheet. So if you land on one of those guys, it's perfectly fine. Am I going to go out of my way to play one of them? No, no, I'm not. I think there's better plays in the slate. So that's kind of my feelings. OG at 5-5. I just, sure, he'll play mid-30s minutes. I think he's an okay option. Um, everyone else are kind of stay away from me. So really the guy I like the most is Boucher there in Toronto. Let's move on to Philly. So Philly, this is a team that um, I think looks pretty appealing. Really like the matchup here against Memphis. Joel Embiid out. So that is huge. With Joel Embiid out, Ben Simmons at 8-4, Tobias Harris at 7-5. These two look really, really good at their respective prices. I know Ben Simmons has been up and down, right? Hasn't really been super consistent this year, but it just doesn't matter. When there's no Joel Embiid in the court, things are way different, right? Offense is going to run through Simmons and Tobias Harris. Love the matchup here. Ben Simmons has triple-double upside like we saw the last game. Really like Ben Simmons here at 8.4K. That's the first time I think I've said that all year. Like, I really have not been considering Ben Simmons at all this year. I really like him on this slate in this matchup. Also, really like Tobias Harris. Uh, normally a guy I kind of avoid, but again, with Embiid off the court, it just changes everything. So really like Ben Simmons, really like Tobias Harris. I think they're two of the better plays in the slate. There's still no Seth Curry. You guys know my feelings in this guy. I will not be playing him. Uh, but there are two other plays that I'm, there are three other plays I'm interested in. So Maxi actually started the last game at point guard. Um, again, game blew out, but he was on pace for some decent minutes. I think he's actually a solid play. I think you can go back to him. Again, he's a good player. He's proved that he should be in this rotation. If he starts again, I like him. You could also look to Milton off the bench. Milton went for a huge game last game, 51 fancy points. Now, I wouldn't expect that again, but I think getting to one of Milton or Maxi is a good idea on the slate to pair with either Ben Simmons or Tobias or both. Uh, 76ers team, I'm just really high in this matchup, so... Ben Simmons, Tobias, both Milton and Maxi like. And then finally, Dwight Howard should start at center. Memphis is a big team, so it's not like they can go small ball here, right? Jonas Valanciunas, Clark, Gorgie Jang, they can't afford to go small. So Dwight, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, probably pushes for 30 minutes. I think he's a really good value play at that price. If you want to get contrarian, you can take a shot on Tony Bradley, the flatman. He should get the backup center role. He's a good point per minute guy. I think you can make the argument for him. I think you can. So that's really it for the 76ers, a team I am really high on. Again, Tobias and Ben Simmons at the top, uh, Shake Milton and uh, Tyrese Maxey in the mid-range, and then the two centers for value plays. Let's move on to Memphis. So Memphis, for some reason, they have everyone listed as out because that game got postponed, but we'll have to monitor John Morant's status, right? He, uh, or that game got postponed um, last game. Uh, which was today, if he's available to play and has no minutes limit, I actually like him for GPPs. If he's going to play and be limited, then it just kind of takes everyone out of play for Memphis for me. If he's out, then yeah, you can make an argument for Jonas Valanciunas in tournament the 7K, but really the minutes are just not high in these guys. Like 30 is about the highest any of these Grizzlies will play. Like he, he had 50 fancy points in 30 minutes last game, but just you don't really have the minutes upside. So yeah, you can look to him in GPPs. You can look to Brandon Clark too. He's been playing the most minutes, 30, 33, 30, and 34. So, like, those two in GPPs I think would be okay. Um, you know, value-wise, sure, I guess you can make the argument for a guy like D'Anthony Melton, but I don't know if we have to go there in this slate. So, that's kind of what I think about the Grizzlies, or those be, would be those uh, guys I just mentioned if John Moran is out. If John Moran is in and is full go, it's basically Jaws, the only guy I like. 
and if jaw is in and it's going to be limited then it just kind of hurts everyone then i think i just stay away from the entire team let's move on to detroit miami so this one ugh, i do not like detroit um even though again i'm from michigan but man this team is just just doesn't make sense this roster really doesn't make sense um jeremy grants at seven four He's been pretty solid. He has. Last three games, 47, or last four games, 47, 52, 44, and 34 fancy points. I think he's a decent play at that price. He does have upside. Blake Griffin at 6-1, he's washed. I'm not going there. Derek Rose, uh, been dealing with injuries. Should be back in this one, not in the injury report. Um, I think he's an interesting GBP play. Not someone to go to in cash, but 5-2 is a little underpriced. So yeah, maybe you can make the argument for him in GPPs. Plumlee at 5K, it's just minutes are up and down in him. Don't love it. And then they just have assortment of guys, like a lot of guys they'll use, like Sadiq Bay, Josh Jackson, Svee, Wayne Ellington, like Frank Jackson, Jalil Okafor, Saban. They just have too many guys they're using right now. So it's like, yeah, you can take a shot on Josh Jackson. Sure, you can take a shot on Sadiq Bay and hope he hits the shots. But it's just like, do we have to go there in the slate? Do we? I don't know if we do. So really the Pistons are a team I have very little interest in um, just because rotation-wise, they're just using too many guys. And yeah, DeLon Wright was getting some solid minutes with D-Rose out. With D-Rose back, he should go back to like the mid-20s in minutes, so don't love that. So yeah, Detroit is a team I don't really have a lot of interest in. On the Miami side, it's a little bit different. So this is just a wait-and-see approach. There's a lot of guys' status up in the air, right? Bam and Abayo questionable. Tyler Hero questionable. Goran Dragic questionable. Gabe Vincent questionable. Um, so Kendrick Nunn questionable. KZ Okpala. They have a lot of guys that, that might be back here. So it's just, it's hard to break down right now, really. Um, if all those guys who were out last game are out again and Tyler Hero plays, then it's kind of the same thing, right? It's Hero and a Linux for me that I would really like, like at the top. And then like Vincent for value, Achua for value. Um, you can make the argument for Silva off the bench. Um, those would be the guys I would kind of look to. Now, what happens if like all these guys end up playing? Well, I think Bam and a bio date six will make for a solid spend up with no Jimmy Butler still. Like he would look decent. And then like Hero and Drogic, I would like, I would probably prefer the price on Drogic to Hero, right? Just because he's $1,500 cheaper. Um, the value guys would kind of be then out of play for me if like all those like main guys play. So really it's just kind of a wait and see approach, right? There's, there's too many guys status up in the air for me to give like every, like every single scenario, right? So it would just take too long. So really this would just be a wait and see approach. Um, but I hope that helps with my breakdown again. If, if all those guys are out again, really hero, Olenek, Achua, Gabe Vincent, Chris Silva off the bench. Those are the guys I'm looking to. If all these guys are in, then, you know, probably prefer Drogic to Hero for the discount, like Bam at the top. Um, that's kind of what I would do for this slate. And then finally, the late night hammer. And this game looks pretty appealing here. Atlanta, Portland. And Atlanta just got blown out tonight. So, no, I'm not really worried about tired legs here. 8.9K for Trey Young. Very up and down. Very, very up and down. But, but this matchup against Portland... I love targeting players against the Blazers. Look what the Pacers did to them last game. Brogdon and Sabonis, both over 50, and the game blew out. They lost out like three minutes. So I really like Trey Young here for GPPs. Not someone I look to in cash games, but really like the upside in him. Um, he's very up and down. Very, very up and down. So again, not a cash game play, but someone that does have 50 plus fancy one upside when he's getting it going. And this is the type of matchup I could see a big game from Trey Young. So I do like him a good amount there for GPPs. 
Collins and Capella. Always a tough one for these. When they're both play, I do like the spot here. I think they're both solid plays. Does one stand out more than the other? I don't know. Uh, but I think they're both in play just because of the matchup. I, I do like the matchup a lot here against Portland. There's no Nurkic. He's out for eight weeks, unfortunately. We'll get to you know the value bigs for Portland. But yeah, I think Collins and Capella are actually solid plays in the mid-range. Of the wings, I think I like Hunter the best. I think he's been the most consistent at 6.2K. I think he's a solid play. Um, and then, you know, value-wise, probably don't get to anyone. Rondo, if he does play, maybe you can make the argument if he plays like 15 minutes at the flat min for like a contrarian GBP play. But yeah, that's that's really what I got for Atlanta. Um, let's finish up with Portland. So Lillard and CJ, at their respective prices, I like them a lot for GPPs. And they got blown out last game. I'm not super worried about it. This is a much better spot here against Atlanta. So I like Lillard and GPPs. Again, not a cash game play. I like CJ and GPPs. I think CJ is probably the safer play. He's honestly been more consistent. He's at a higher floor. So if you make me pick between the guards, I think CJ is safer. But Dame probably has, the, you know, when Dame's really getting it going, he has that 60 to 70 fantasy point upside. Does CJ have that? I don't know, playing alongside Lillard, right? So CJ probably the safer play, higher floor. Lillard's the guy that has been up more up and down, probably has the higher ceiling when he's getting it going. And then, yeah, unfortunately with Nurkic out, we got to look to Ennis Cantor here. 5.6K. Again, Atlanta is not a small team. Capella, John Collins, right? They're a big team. I don't think Portland can go small here. So center position should be Ennis Cantor, and it should be Harry Giles. I expect Cantor to get Nurkic's minutes, which is 25 to 30. I like him a lot for GP for for at this price, just in both formats. I think he's a play uh, that is uh, a little bit underpriced with upside, right? Cantor's been a good point for a guy. He's only been playing like 15 to 20 minutes a game. Well, now he should get 25 to 30. So I do like Cantor quite a bit at that price. And I really like Harry Giles for GPPs. Another really good point for a guy. Again, the preseason GOAT. He won us a lot of money in the preseason. He should play the backup five, and he should get Cantor's minutes, so 15 to 20. And if for some reason Cantor gets in some foul trouble, he'll play more. So I do like Giles a good amount at 3-2. I think he's a good GPP play. The Wings, you guys know my feelings by now. If you've watched my videos this year, I do not like the Wings for Portland. There's too many. With Covington, Anthony, Jones Jr., Trent Jr., when they're all healthy, it just stay aways. And at this slate, we just don't have to go there. So really, for me, it's the two Portland guards and the two bigs, and that's it. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. As always, I'll be doing a live stream on YouTube, free live stream to go over everything, answer all your guys' questions. So make sure to check that out tomorrow, guys. Uh, but thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.